Hey friends, welcome to Zach and Brian Watch the Watchmen, a new mini-series coming to you on the DC3Cast feed. Uh, hi, Zach. Hey, Brian. Uh, so, Vince did not want to be a part of this. Let's start right there. Um, <laughs> he put his foot down. He's off watching the Joker somewhere. Exactly. Um, but Zach and I are very excited about this show for a number of reasons. It's certainly not a slam dunk thing that we think is definitely going to be great and is we're going to praise forever. But we are both huge, huge fans of Damon Lindelof. So why don't why don't you talk a little bit about sort of your relationship with Lindelof's uh, work and you know what sort of expectations you're bringing to this podcast? Sure, sure. So I guess like starting out, I was a huge Lost fan. Um, I came into Lost in the middle of the third season. Um, and, you know, just kind of like fell in love with that series and the, the kind of like, kind of like nascent internet community that grew around it. That Absolutely. was maybe not like the first show to really take advantage of the internet in that way, but probably I think like the biggest landmark, I think I, I, is like a pretty fair statement. Um, and so you know, it, it's kind of interesting. That was also like a point um, which, um, you know, starting off, I associated it more with J.J. Abrams. And then as I kind of read more and learned more, I kind of learned like how J.J. Abrams is attached to a lot of projects where he kind of just is the ideas guy who gets it started. And then there are usually people who come in behind him who really keep the ball rolling. And so that's how I learned about um Lindelof and um, his co-showrunner uh, Carlton Cuse at the time, and so um, read a lot about what Lindelof had to say about Lost, and and really kind of um, you know got to like formed an, an affiliation with him through that, um, and then uh, for a while, kind of you know didn't really hear you know see much from him. I, I remember he did that one random Superman story, and I think Action Comics eight hundred or nine hundred. Uh, nine hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I you know he did um, Prometheus, um, which I actually didn't hate. Um, I, had I a still lot haven't of seen it. Actually. About. Oh, Brian, you need to watch it, and we need to talk about it. Um, okay. <laughs> It's it's pretty heady in some places, but um, then like found out about or started hearing about this show that he was working on called The Leftovers, um, and heard a lot of like really good buzz about it. But I, you know, didn't have an HBO subscription, didn't really care to. Um, but then you, Brian, just started raving about it to me, and I thought, well, I guess I actually do need to check this out. And so one summer, um, my wife and I wife. checked out. My wife uh, checked out all three seasons from the local library, which is the best resource in the world to everyone. Um, and pretty much like binged the whole thing in like a week or two. And uh, The Leftovers is easily like my favorite TV show of all time now. One of my like favorite pieces of media in general. Um, so that's kind of my connection to Lindelof. Okay. Um, so I came into Lost about three months before you did. Um, okay. I had friends who were really into it and tried to sell me on it. And for whatever reason, it didn't take until the summer before the third season. And I had binged seasons one and two in like maybe two weeks or so. And then was an obsessive Lost fan. 
Um, we would have viewing parties with some friends. We rented out the top floor of a restaurant for the finale. <laughs> like we we went all out. We we were huge huge Lost fans. And then um, you know, I I I am not the biggest Alien guy. Like I like the Alien films, but I'm not obsessive over them. And so I never saw Prometheus. But my wife, again my wife, had read <laughs> uh the leftovers, the the novel, and really enjoyed it. And so when the show was announced from Lindelof. She was super excited about it, and I meant to read the book before it came out, but just, you know, life happened and I didn't read it, and so we watched that, you know, that was like our weekly appointment television for the three seasons it was on, and it is certainly in my top three or four TV shows of all time, if not one or two, depending on the day, you know, we're talking about this, Um, and I just, I mean, I, I was listening to the Lost podcast that Lindelof and Carlton Cuse were doing. And I was posting on message boards and friends and I had like long email threads, you know, Lost was a huge part of my sort of um, my fandom experience at that time. And uh, yeah, so I both of us are coming at this from a very similar perspective, I think, of being big Lindelof fans. And I'll say this, and I don't want to speak for you, but I presume you're going to be in the same boat as me. I'm a bigger Damon Lindelof fan than I am a Watchmen fan. Oh, by a long shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. so whereas I think a lot of folks are coming into this series excited about seeing the Watchmen characters on TV, I'm more excited about seeing what Damon Lindelof has in store for us. Definitely, definitely. But we should probably talk a little bit about our Watchmen affiliation. Yeah, um, so I had read Watchmen for the first time probably in high school or maybe college. Um, so we're talking like the late 90s, the early 2000s. I'm going to say college, just guessing. I think my my roommate, sophomore year, Ed Kelly. What's up, Ed, if you're listening? Uh, I think Ed was the one who turned me on to it, but I could be wrong about that. Um, but I remember reading it and loving it at the time because I think it, it, it sort of has a lot of catnip for folks who wanted something more intellectual at the time yeah <laughs> like there, there there is no more pretentious time in a man's life than between like 17 and 21 or whatever you know so i read that at the perfect like fart sniffing moment of my life and thought it was really interesting and really brilliant and all of that and i don't want to say i don't like watchmen because i do like watchmen and it's very hard to separate what watchmen was as a comic from what Watchmen has become as a touchstone for things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think if you can remove a lot of the sort of bullshit that surrounds it, I, I still am fond of a lot of Watchmen. Uh, I, I think it's overdone and I think it's preachier than it needs to be. And I think it, it sort of goes in for a little bit too much of uh uncomfortable, like, rape stuff and you know all of those things that i think reading it in 2019 would be very obvious to people now but weren't so obvious when it came out you know um Mm -hmm. so i like Watchmen. i think it's important i do not think it's the best comic of all time i do not think it's the only comic that belongs on times 100 best novels (laughs) list you know (laughs) that sort of stuff Uh, what about you Right, right. Well, I guess like kind of similar. I got to Watchmen in college as well. Um, Actually, I found out about it through the movie trailer that 
played before the dark Knight. Um, so that would have been 2008. Um, I like saw that and, and was like, just, just, that was the very, very beginning of me getting into comics. And so I saw that and like read a little bit about it. And of course, you know, hit all the bullet points, you know, it's on times, you know, top 100 novels list. It's the self-contained thing that requires no prior knowledge. You know, it's, it's kind of like the ultimate, like you said, like kind of like fart sniffing comic book, uh, <laughs> jumping on point, you know? And so, yeah. um, Went to a bookstore to go pick up a copy. They didn't have it because of all the people who did the, just exact, like me same had the, did the exact same thing. Um, so, you know, had to wait a week to for my copy come in the mail and um, read it. Loved it at the time, you know, for all the, the reasons, you know, it is uh, it, it is a masterpiece in its own right, you know, artistically um, and from a storytelling perspective, I think. Um then the movie came out a year later and I think even at that time where I was still kind of developing my critical eye and like my own taste, um, that kind of colored my viewing of it. Not so much the, you know, I, I don't think that like an adaptation can negatively impact the original per se, but it was more just the conversations that were being had about Watchmen because sure. it had reached more of a mainstream audience if that makes sense yes absolutely um and and i think that has kind of negatively colored it since that and the fact that just kind of my own taste has moved away from kind of that you know very dark gritty semi-realistic take um and so i think we're actually in a pretty similar place there with Watchmen as well um in that I can respect it and appreciate it and even enjoy reading it every few years. But, um, it, yeah, I, I would also say, I don't think it's the greatest comic of all time. And I honestly don't even think I would put it in my top 10. Oh, I wouldn't put it in my top probably 20, but yeah, same. Yeah. So, and that, that's not Dave, a knock Dave on Gibbons it. is a beast though. You know, yes. he's incredible. And Alan um, Moore did some really interesting, innovative stuff in that book. Yeah. I'm not trying to shit on, Alan Moore and or Dave Gibbons. Sure, sure. Um, but anyway, that's kind of where we are going into the show. We're going to be back on Mondays from now until the end of the season doing little like half hour-ish. Well, we say 20 minutes to 30 minutes. It might be six hours an episode. I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, uh, if you subscribe to the DC 3Cast already, you're hearing this in the feed. That's where you'll find it. If you're hearing this on Multiversity Comics or on YouTube, wherever else we're going to put this, you can go to uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify and search for the DC Three Cast, and uh, I think we're on Spotify. I realized I just said that, and I don't, I can't back that up. Um, but wherever you get podcasts from, search for the DC Three Cast, and you can find these episodes there on Mondays. And so um, I'm at Brian Needs a Nap on Twitter. Zach is at Wilker Fox, and we'll be back in a few days with our review of the pilot episode of Watchmen, which is titled It's Summer and We're Running Out of Ice. See you then.